What's up, everyone? It's your girl, Kristen R. Harris, and you're tuned in for another episode of God Put Me Up On Game. Hey, winners. Thank you guys so much for coming on down to the winner's circle for another episode of God Put Me Up On Game. You already know what I'm going to say because I say it every single episode. Thank you guys so much for rocking with God Put Me Up On Game. Thank you for spending a few moments out of your day each week to come and get put up on that good, good game. Um, Today's episode is going to be just a little different. I want to share with you guys, um, just really kind of share with you my heart and where I've been in um, my process these last couple of days, maybe since maybe since the last time I talked to you guys. I, I know last Wednesday when we spoke, I was preparing for the sip and see for the birthing plan. And if you didn't catch that episode, I'll just kind of give you a brief overview of what the birthing plan and the sip and see is. So the birthing plan is a program that I created for women who want to push out something they've been trying to birth something they just don't know how to get it out and so for these group of women um it can be a business a book a nonprofit, a ministry just a variety of things that they've been wanting to launch and start but for so many people they just don't know where to start and so we journey together for six months and We pretty much just lay out what their birthing plan looks like. Like these are the steps that you need to take to push out whatever it is that they're working on. And so our sip and see, excuse me, our sip and see is the culminating event of the birthing plan, kind of like a graduation where the women come together and they bring their family and friends, and they present their babies to the world. And if you're familiar with what an actual sip and see is, I know I first heard about it on Real Housewives of Atlanta years ago when Phaedra was planning her sip and see for her baby. But pretty much at a sip and see, the the family and friends come over and that's their formal introduction to to a baby, to to the baby. And so that's what we did. They they presented their babies and introduced their books and their businesses and those type of things. And it was a really inspiring time um, for the guests and, and even for me, like just to see the work and the fruit of the gifts that God has given me manifest through them is is such a beautiful thing. And really, really, really motivating to help me to stay the course and to keep on doing this work, even when it's not easy. But that was on Saturday. So leading up to Saturday, I was under an incredible amount of stress and not just normal stress. It was almost like stress that I couldn't I couldn't even explain it. It just felt like there was a spirit of heaviness around me. Um, I felt extremely discouraged and I, I knew that it was warfare. Like I knew that I was in direct opposition with the, 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 the powers of darkness and that the enemy was really stepping up his attack against me. And a good sister friend of mine, she actually sent me a text message after the event. It was on, um, I think, Monday. She said, 
anytime great victory or blessings or answer prayers are coming before and after those things happen, that mark Satan will come to attack. And that is precisely what happened. So in the days leading up to it, I was attacked. And after the birthing plan, sip and see, I was really attacked. And I don't know if I'll get into that on this episode. I'm just going to kind of see where God leads this conversation. But um, I will, I'm sure, tell that story whenever God releases me to do so, if it's not on this particular episode. But just know that I experienced attack on the front end and the back end. And so I'm I'm going to get into, you know, how I navigated this thing and how God really spoke to me on the front end in just a moment. But I want to just pause and say that anytime you are living life on purpose and um, definitely helping other people to do the same thing and live their life on purpose, you are going to experience a very uncommon and incredible amount of warfare in your life, of spiritual warfare in your life. And um, I just put a post up on Facebook the other day. And I said that if people truly understood the, the warfare that came with helping people to live their life on purpose, they would not be jealous of you because it's not easy. Sometimes it's a very painful, lonely misunderstood, hurtful, sad, I mean, down and out, depressed. Sometimes that that journey feels that way. And I, I thank God that, you know, those days are mostly a few far and in between, but when they come, they are very real and the, the pain is very, is, is very hurtful. And so I would just really want to take this episode to encourage you because anytime I go through something... I feel like God is is giving me that thing so that I can I can navigate through it and then I can help somebody else to do the same. And so I pray that if you find yourself in this place, if you find yourself feeling discouraged, um and for whatever reason God got me on this journey right now because if you listen to last week's episode, entrepreneur encourage yourself, then you know um even in that episode I was talking about how I just wasn't feeling it and you know, the the revelation I got from Nehemiah. So go back and listen to that episode. And side note, I do apologize for the quality of the audio. I did not know that my microphone was going out. So even this morning, I recorded this entire episode that I'm about to redo now. And I listened back to it and it was horrible. So um, I'm like, man, the devil coming from my microphone. You know, he doesn't even want me to do this podcast, but that's okay because I went back to what I knew <laughs> from the beginning until I go back and give me another uh, microphone. So um, go back and listen to Entrepreneur Encourage Yourself if you find yourself needing some extra encouragement. And it's not just for entrepreneurs. It's really for anybody who is 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 on this journey towards something and they know that God has given them a promise and the promise looks very different from your current reality. You definitely want to go back and check that out. But back to what happened on last week. So the, from like Wednesday, Thursday into Friday, I'm feeling bad. Like I told my friend, I literally felt like someone was trying to 
choked the life out of me. Like that's how I felt, not physically, but it's just like there was such a spirit of heaviness and and I, and I felt so down, but I had so much to do because I had this event coming up and I needed to get things done. So it's like I'm 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 trying to push through and I'm trying to smile through the pain and I'm I'm trying to make it happen, but deep down I know this is just this is just the enemy and he's just coming up against me because what's about to happen on Saturday is eight women are about to literally push and birth and and share their their visions and their babies and their purpose with the world and that's major that's so key and so to know that that's about to happen. Of course he was angry. Of course he was pissed off. And he was taking it out on me because I'm the one that pushed past my pain, pushed past everything I was going through to share my journey and my story and my gifts with these women to help them to go to the next level. So I'm experiencing all these things. and But again, I'm still going about the busyness of my life. And it wasn't until Friday at um well it technically it was Saturday at this point it's about midnight 12:30 a.m. and i just i stopped because i just can't go any further i need to get into the presence of god i need to 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 get in my prayer room in my prayer closet and i've told you guys before i don't have a closet it's literally just the space on the floor beside my bed and that's where i open up my bible that's where my my personal prayer board is that that's where i have my moment and i get down in my prayer closet quote unquote and i I just, I'm like, God, I need you. And I pull out my prayer journal and I begin to journal. So a few things. Number one, I really want you guys to to remember when you're going about the, the busyness of your life, especially when you're feeling depleted, get into that space. Find that space where you can meet God and and get there and and be replenished and be refueled because when you're doing this type of work whatever it is and it again it doesn't have to be the the birthing plan it doesn't have to be you helping people to birth businesses or books or anything whatever it is you're doing if you're an educator if you're a doctor you're helping people to live their best healthy lives you know if you're doing fitness you're doing the same thing if you're a postal worker and you're on your route, you're the the smiling face, you're the encourager, then you're helping people to live their life on purpose. And the enemy is not going to be happy with that. So you have to understand that you're going to be under constant attack. He's launching, you know, missiles at you constantly. And if you're not careful, you'll feel so discouraged and depleted because because of that battle. You have to come back and spend some time with the commander so that he can refuel you and encourage you and and suit you up. And you, you get into your word so that you're armed and you, you don't succumb to these attacks. And so I realized that I had been so busy that I had not spent that time. So I get down, like I said, it's shortly after midnight and I open up my prayer journal. And I know I've told you guys in the past how much I love my prayer journal. I know it's because um, I'm a writer. And so naturally, I, I just like to write in my journal. But this journal, these journals, should I say, because I have dozens of them at this point that I have filled with with my prayers um, they have really been a lifesaver and they're so inspiring to go back and, 
and read through them and to see the the way that God has answered my prayers, to see those prayers that he did not answer and realize that, man, God, I thank you for not answering that. I had no idea what I was even asking for in that moment. I didn't need that. But God, you knew that. And I thank you for not answering that. And just to see that. But even more than that, sometimes God speaks back to me in my journals. Like I can literally be writing and and I know when there has been a shift, when the Holy Spirit has taken over and now it's him writing to me. It's it's him answering my prayer. It's him writing me a sweet love letter. And that's exactly what happened on Friday when I sat down. I finally just plopped myself down and said, you know what, God, I can't do this anymore. I'm empty. I can't even go into that room on Saturday because I need to be refueled. Like I feel so beat up right now. The devil has, he's trying to take me out of here right now. And I sat down and I pretty much started journaling my prayers. And even though I was feeling so bad, I did not, I didn't write about that. And there have been times, if I'm honest, I'll be 100 with you, that I open up my journal and I just get to fussing and complaining. And I'm just like, God, what what is going on? Why is this happening? And in fact, I did that after the event for the <laughs> for the attack that happened afterwards. But on Friday, I opened up my journal and it was just gratitude. So I'm just literally going through just thanking God for, you know, my family, for my gifts, for the ability to share my gifts with others and help them and for a supportive family who allows me the time to be away to share these gifts, just a lot of things. And God, what I love is that he, in that moment after I was done and after I just, you know, Ask God to 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 do his thing on Saturday. He began to speak to me and I actually I, I wrote out his prayer. I mean, I'm sorry, his letter to me. But I also after that was done, I wrote out a story and I'm just going to read the story to you that I wrote directly in my journal. And I usually don't write out a story, but you'll see why in a moment I had to write this story out because I couldn't really read the letter it was so illegible <laughs> and, and and you'll find out why so I wanted to write the story out immediately so that I could read this letter when I came back to it and um and then God told me not only are you going to read this letter when you come back to it but you're going to share this on the God put me up on game podcast because this is literally game like this this game right here is 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 a game changer so I wanted to share this with you so I write in my journal I say every now and again God speaks through my pen he talks and writes to me on the pages of my journal this evening was one of those moments but it was much different same in so many ways, but very, very different. As I started to pin his love letter to me, it was so perfect. It read, when I see you, I see beauty. You are my lovely creation. Nothing that you have done or said in the past or will say or do in the future will change that. You are my masterpiece. I love you. I am close And then he stopped me and I heard him say, close your eyes and hear me. Listen closely to what I am about to say. 
And I have to admit to you guys, I got incredibly nervous, like so nervous that I knocked over my Starbucks drink. I had a caramel macchiato with almond milk. And it's again, it's midnight, but I stopped to grab me a Starbucks because I knew I had some things to do for this event and I had to stay up and I knocked over my drink and I hurry up and grabbed it because I didn't want to spill it on the carpet and hear my husband's mouth. But I know I heard God say, close your eyes and, and just really listen to me. So I gained my composure and I attempt to close my eyes and really listen so I can write it all down. So he continues, I am close to you even in the dark, even in the darkest and then it stops again because my eyes have opened. <laughs> like I'm, he told me to close my eyes. He's like, no, close your eyes and write. And I'm over here fighting because I'm wondering in my mind, how will I write this perfectly? And how will I stay in the lines of my journal if my eyes are closed? But he continues after I close my eyes and he says, I'm closest to you, even in the darkest moments. That's when I am the closest. So I open my eyes again and I'm just like, I can't do this. It's literally a fight for me because I'm I'm trying to hear what he's saying and I'm trying to write it on the paper and I got to keep my eyes closed. And that's difficult for me. So I open my eyes again and because I feel like I have to see what's going on. I have to be in control. And deep in my soul, I hear Coach Caprice. If you guys remember, I had her on the podcast a few weeks ago. She did. um, She's the author of Prayers Up, Weight Down, and she's a fitness coach. And I hosted her event, her book launch, launch event, and she shared a powerful prayer that she said she learned to pray. And it was, Lord, teach me how to let go of the need to know what's going to happen next. And I heard that prayer deep in my soul as God was telling me to close my eyes, listen, and just let him write the story. And so I attempt to write with my eyes closed and and listen attentively with his words. And I can't say that it was easy, but I close my eyes and He says, close your eyes and let me guide you. As painful as this is, know that I have you. Don't try to figure it out. It probably won't look perfectly to you, but it's my masterpiece. I am working through you and for you. Let it go, Chrissy. Let it go. Trust me. I have you. I promise. By the time I finished writing, my words were all over the page, all over the place, barely legible, as I said, which is the reason I had to to write this so that I could immediately translate. My tears watered the entire page. And if I'm honest, I have to admit that was one of the hardest things that I have ever had to do. But yet it was so simple. God just wants us to trust him. It probably won't look and feel the way we think it should or the way that we would design it. Because in my beautifully curated journal with my beautiful handwriting, that sloppy chicken scratch is nothing that I would have ever done on my own. 
but but his words were so beautiful his purpose still prevailed and and it was beautiful and it was lovely and as sloppy as it appeared on the paper it taught me a very valuable lesson that I pray I can take with me for the rest of my life and that's just close your eyes and let go and truly let him write your story God said close your eyes let go I got this let me guide you All he wants you to do in this season of your life is to close your eyes and trust him. And closing your eyes helps you to stop focusing on everything that's going on around you. Sometimes we get so distracted with the people and the things and the circumstances and the situations that we cannot push through because we're so focused on those things. And he's like, close your eyes. And for so many of us, we're so afraid to close our eyes because we think if we close our eyes, we lose control. And we do. You lose control. But if he is in control, if he is guiding you, everything works out the way that it should. Most times we're in control and things get all messy and they fall apart. And even in this mess that I created, which I thought was a mess, I look back at it and I'm like, wow, God, your words were so beautiful. I couldn't have said that better with my eyes open, directing my own story. And it's the same thing in your life. You can't create a better story. Even if it looks messy to you, it looks messy to the outside world. You can't create a better story. You have to trust God. So once I was finished bawling my eyes out, I, I looked down at the at the scriptures on the bottom of my journal. I have a script. I have a journal that have scriptures on each page. And so I looked down at the scripture reference on the page where I had just pinned this love letter And there were two scriptures. The first one said, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And that's Galatians six and nine. But the other scripture on the opposite page read, let us run with endurance. The race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. That's Hebrews 12, one and two. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. When we close our eyes, we keep our eyes on him because we're not focused on anything else that is happening around us. We're focused on him. We're focused on trusting that he has this worked out. We're trusting on We're trusting in the fact that we have the pen in our hand, but he's guiding and and he's writing the story. Like, just trust me. Let me guide you. That's what God said in, in, in my journal. And so as hard as it was for me to do that, I appreciated that exercise. I appreciated that lesson because I realized that so many times I'm just so busy trying to steer it. And... I think the the hmm, how can I say this? I think one of the most interesting things for me was that God in his infinite wisdom, he gave me this word um before something was going to happen to me on Sunday that was going to rock me to my core. It, um and and the more I think about it, I I just keep thinking like I don't know why it 
it it shook me the way it did but it was so painful to me it was it was a very painful thing that happened and hope whenever God releases me it may be the next episode to to share with you exactly what happened um you'll understand but when I go back and read these words he says as painful as it is know that I have you don't try to don't try to figure it out and I needed those words for what was to come. And so sometimes, um, sometimes God gives you the word and you're not even there yet. Like you don't even know how much you're going to need his encouragement, but he prepares you for what's to come. So again, I just shared that story one, because I want to encourage you to get into your space, get into your time, stop neglecting God. Like you're running around on E and you 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 feel so depleted. You're spazzing out on other people. Um, you're you're being extra hard on yourself because you're not getting into that space with God and allowing Him to minister to you. You're out here doing all the ministering, and when I say ministering, I don't just mean people who stand up in a pulpit and preach. I mean people who. Whatever it is you do, like I said, if if you're the postal worker, you minister with your smile. If you're the 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 daycare provider, you change those kids' lives when you stand up in front of them and and you teach or when you care for them, even when you change babies' diapers. You know, whatever your ministry is, you're ministering in that moment. You were anointed for this. God has gifted you for this journey, and so whatever it is you do. You 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 do it because God has given you the, the grace and the gifting to do it. But you got to get back into his presence because you can't be out here giving, 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 giving and never receiving, never letting God pour into you. So I encourage you to steal away for a few moments today if you have not done so and spend some time with God. Stop complicating this thing. If you find it hard to stand up in the middle of the room and talk and you don't see a person there to speak to then you grab a pen and a paper and you write him a letter just dear god i love you this i thank you for this day just just start with 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 those basic things and watch him um really open you up like tell him god i need you to help me with this prayer thing i i want to have a better relationship with you what I find really interesting, many times we can pray for relationships with other people. God, I want a better relationship with my husband. No, and I do. You know, we should. We should always want better relationships with our friends and our family and, and, and our children and our spouses. But what about God? I want a better relationship with you. Teach me how to communicate with you. And then I I implore you to 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 wrestle with him until you have a, a great relationship with him you're able to communicate with him and you're able to hear from him as well this is a two-way thing every relationship that that is thriving and well it's because communication is open on both ends God wants you to hear from him he wants you to hear from him because he wants you to win God wants you to win you can't win without without getting information from him firsthand information he doesn't want the information that you get um, to come from other people. He doesn't want the information you to get to just come from this podcast, to just come from your pastor on Sunday, to just come from something you watch on TV or a meme you read on social media. God wants to be able to speak to you and you you better not let up until you have gotten to that place where you hear from God. 
and you hear clearly. So if if you find it difficult to pray, then you, you get out your notebook and you write. Just write. Pin him a love letter and let him pin one back to you. And then the other thing, the reason why I shared this story, because I want to I just want to encourage you. I do, because I understand that sometimes this journey gets hard. <laughs> I'm over here like, God, this this season right here, 2019. Um, I'm like, can I get a do over? It's only May and I feel like I need a do over. I felt like that in March. I felt like there was like hit after hit after hit. And not just for me, but some for people who are very close to me and dear to me. They many of them are experiencing things right now. And I'm just like, God, this this is what 2019 was about. You know, we were so excited to get over into 2019. And it is it's just not cool, you know. And so I want to encourage you. But one of the things that I, you know, I, I remember asking God years ago, I think it was 2015. I talked about in that very dark place that I was in on one of the podcasts, maybe last year, maybe last week I talked about it. But 2015, I was in a very, very dark place. And I remember standing up, looking in the mirror, saying, God, why am I here why am I going through this? And God said, because I can trust you with my glory. So I'm here to tell you, you, you're going through it and you feel like you're always going through something. You feel like you never get a reprieve. You feel like there's always some type of hell breaking out in your life. It's because God can trust you with the glory. And what do I mean by that? What that means is he gives you the story because he knows that you can take the story and use it to help somebody else. And then he gets the glory out of that situation. God trusts you with the glory. So if you feel like you're constantly in the press, you feel like you're constantly being crushed and broken and you're, you're constantly having to fight your way through. It's because God trusts you with the glory. Um, marvel in that. Tell him, thank you for that. You can start there, God. Thank you for trusting me with your glory. Thank you for giving me the story, God. Thank you for giving me the courage to share my story. See, it's a whole lot of people out here who don't have the courage to share their story. That's why they don't often go through a lot of things because if they go through it, they're going to keep it to themselves. And so keeping it to themselves doesn't help anyone. And so God gets no glory out of that. Okay, I'm done fussing, y'all. I feel like I'm over here fussing. But listen, I, I need you to stay encouraged. I need you to be reminded that this is bigger than you. You got this. God said, I got this. I have this. I promise. All I need you to do is close your eyes and trust me. And remember, when we close our eyes, that's when we are keeping our eyes on Jesus. Scripture, Hebrews 12, 1 and, 12 and 2. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. The only way we can run with endurance, the race that God has set out before us, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Close your eyes and keep your eyes on him. I know it kind of sounds like an oxymoron, but when we close our eyes, we shut down everything around us and we trust God. We trust him. We let him write the story and it, and it looks messy. It looks really messy to us, to the, to the naked eye, but to God, it's a masterpiece. When I share with you the pain that I endured this past weekend, that's messy to me. It's messy and I hated it. I hated every moment of it, but to God, it's a masterpiece. 
to him. He's like, you have no idea how I'm going to use this. Just let me work through and for you. That's what God said when he wrote this letter to me. He said, I am working through you and for you. Let it go. So I'm telling you all, let it go. Let God work through and for you. I want to pray for anyone on this journey who is um, kingdom building, no matter how you're doing it, no matter what you're doing, but you're, you're, you're out here and you're allowing God to use you for his purposes, for the building of his kingdom, for the betterment of his people. I want to pray for you right now because I know that sometimes this journey and the warfare that you experience is hard. It's hard. And so I want to pray that you stay encouraged. So Father God, I lift up everyone who will listen to this podcast, everyone under the sound of my voice. God, I pray that you get this podcast to everybody who needs to hear it. And God, I pray for them as they're on this journey, as they're kingdom building, God, as as they're helping your people, God, God, as they're sharing their gifts freely, God, I pray that you cover them, God, that you clothe them in your strength, God. God, your word reminds us that in their weakness, in our weakness, your strength is made perfect, God. So God, I thank you for your perfect strength, God, that's going to carry us from this situation to the next, from glory to glory, God. God, I pray that you encourage them even in this moment, God. So God, however they need to hear it, God, whether it's through a a random message, God, whether it's from a stranger on the street, God, whether you write them a perfect love letter, God, encourage them in this moment, God, so that they can keep on pressing, oh God. And God, I pray right now, God, that you give them the courage to share their gifts, God, and not to shut down. God, I know it's easy to shut down when it seems like everything is coming up against them, but I cancel the enemy's plan on their life right now in the name of Jesus. It will not work. What the enemy designed to shut them down is only going to propel them further, God, in the name of Jesus. So God, I thank you for their courage, God, to use their story for your glory, God. And God, I just pray that you will continue to pour into them, God. God, nudge them when they have not spent time with you, God. Nudge them when they're empty and they need to come back to you for a refill, God, so they can come into your presence, God, and be refueled, refilled, and replenished, God, in the name of Jesus. God, I believe that all of these things shall be so God and that these women and these men, your sons and your daughters will be victorious God as they continue to build for your purposes in Jesus name. Amen. Guys, stay encouraged, be blessed, share this podcast because somebody needs to hear it. Don't be stingy with the game. I love you guys. I am praying for you. Please do the same for me. Until next time, I'm Kristen R. Harris, and I'm out. Bye.